Welcome to a new episode of the Official Catch-Up Podcast. It's me, Ben, here, and I'm joined by Mr Chris Pout alongside me tonight. Um, Moza, unfortunately, not here with us, but um, plenty to talk, to talk about, eh, Chris? Yeah, big news today, isn't there? Everyone's sort of going off on it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. This probably would have been a normal sort of podcast, but obviously uh, a lot's happened uh, since last night, so uh, probably just a quick one today, obviously, given our, our thoughts and, and, and whatnot. I we probably would have covered the, the games um, at the weekend and, and what's been happening in the last couple of weeks in the Lowland League, but um, as I say, there's probably been some events over the last few hours that have came to light, and we probably want to talk about that. Uh, just a shout out to our sponsors, the Soccer Shop Direct. Uh, check them out on Twitter at Soccer Shop D, or check out the website www.soccershopdirect.com for all your football equipment and team wear needs. Right, so let's get down to business. It turns out the events are closed. They are fully closed, Chris. Yeah, um, I mean it's been a it's been a topic that that myself and Derek since we started the podcast about you know extra promotion and relegation. It's something we've always advocated for, um, especially since sort of yourself came on the podcast. Obviously, being a representative of the West and kill winning, it's just sad, isn't it? Um, you know, it's like that whole parent thing. I'm no angry, but I'm disappointed. I think we the lonely it, it destroys the argument for obviously the. You know, um, saying that the SPFL is a closed shop. Um, yeah, I, I'm just disappointed with the result overall, uh, Ben, because it, it, it's like what you said when you tweeted out earlier, obviously. I mean, I don't think anyone was expecting anything less, but it's still disappointing. It's like you, you kind of hope that the right thing's done, but you're not, you're not uh, surprised if it's not sort of thing. But that's just the way of Scottish football, isn't it? So if you've been living under a rock for the last kind of couple of days, there's been a few discussions um, happening around the league. Um, there was a suggestion, I think, last Thursday um, around whether well, or not the, the Colts teams would be um, potentially coming back for another season. Um, and it was kind of then alluded to that there may be a vote around that. However, what people were actually going to be, or the clubs were going to be actually voting for, was uh, the changes in promotion, potential changes rather, in promotion and relegation uh, within the Lowland League uh, down to Tier 6. So the, there was a, a league meeting last night um, and the clubs had a had a ballot between them, of 16 clubs that were involved, obviously the, the two uh, Colt teams that are involved just now weren't involved in that vote. Um, and as we understand it, um, I think we're talking about half past seven on Tuesday night, that the, the vote went as follows, and it was uh, nine votes in favour of staying of keeping relegation as is, and seven um, voted um, to to change the the relegation uh, promotion from the Lone League to the, the Tier 6. So as Chris says, um, very, very disappointing to hear um, from the, the result of that. We, we don't at this point in time know... Uh, the, the full kind of result in terms of who who voted for what, uh, I think we can we see already on Twitter a few a few teams that have kind of alluded to um, to comments um, for and against by the looks of it. So I think we'll probably maybe delve into them in a little bit. But uh, certainly as it stands, uh, it's not good news for for them um, for the Lowland League. And I think Chris, it, it, it kind of shoots themselves in the foot a little bit. Uh, there's a there's a lot of talk there about how Lowland League teams want to see kind of further promotion um, up into to League Two, uh, and if you're not a 
an advocate of having that from tier six to tier five. Uh, it it seems like it's a it's a a mistake to make from from their perspective. You have to think about the bigger picture, and obviously we know about self preservation at all levels and and football, not just Scottish football, but it yeah, it completely destroys the argument for me about having automatic relegation from League Two. Um, it's not something, as I said, that we we can agree with. Uh, not only because we have ambitious, you know, teams um, at tier six and tier seven, and you know, all throughout. Uh, the pyramid, but I, yeah, it goes back to this whole sort of sporting thing of my fundamental belief, and I know a lot of people agree, is that you're a champion team, you know, you should have automatic promotion. If you're the bottom team, you should be relegated. That's just my way of thinking. That's the way it always was until for some reason in Scotland, we decided that we're having split leagues and playoffs and all this sort of nonsense that's just like, why do, why do we need that? You know, it, it makes no sense to me. Um, if you're the best team, you're champions, you go up. Why Why does that need to change? And for some reason, we always have these sort of experimental nonsense in Scottish football where we have splits and playoffs. And Yeah, playoffs are exciting. I mean, in England, they've got playoffs, obviously. But, but what is it, the third team in the championship against fucking whoever, you know, the, the third to the seventh team or something? I mean, give yeah, it's not it's not the champions or the, the runners-up. It's the fucking... Yeah, sorry for swearing. It just yeah, it annoys me. It annoys me with the 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 stupidity of it all. And it's like what you said. I think we've completely, or the loan league has completely destroyed their their argument. If you go up to the SFA and now we want automatic relegation from League Two, it's like, well, you didn't. You you've got a sixteen or potentially an eighteen league team again, and you're only relegating one. Why should we give you anything? Um, yeah. So it's one of those where I think they've just, like you said, they've destroyed the argument. Um, and it makes us look bad um, for a, for what was a progressive league previously. I don't think we can say that we're progressive now in the lone league. Yeah, for me, it's a mistake. It's a, it's a big mistake. I think there's, there's the two arguments that I think I look at, and obviously that one you covered there, Chris, around the the, the need to get into um, or the want to get into to league two automatically, uh, and the fact that we've kind of had that trap door and it's only recently just changed and obviously we've had a lot of the, the kind of debates around things like Breakin trying to preserve himself and um, eventually that obviously that's changed this year and we've Kelly managed to get up um, but obviously we're looking at it from, from Bonnie Riggs' perspective having won the league we hope that they can obviously win the, the Highland the high Lone League playoff and get put into the League 2 again but I think the other thing that I think about here is, is the teams at the bottom end now you look at a team like Vale of leaving, for example. We fully expect those guys to get relegated this year without some sort of absolute miracle of a turnaround. Um, we know that Vale are going to go down now. If you don't have, if you only have one up from a playoff, Vale are going to struggle to get back into that lone league for, for possibly forever. I mean, they're probably going to end up down that south of Chant, the south of Scotland league. Um, East of Scotland <coughs> forever. So East of Scotland, sorry, um, got my got my leagues wrong there, but thankfully Chris corrected me. Right? <laughs> um, they're going to be in that that league forever because firstly that's a tough league in itself. Um, where your teams like Trenen, Pennycook, Linlithgow Rose, etc., and then you've obviously then have to if, to win that. If you win that league, you've got to play a playoff probably against that West of Scotland team, and obviously there'll be there'll be South of Scotland teams that'll be involved. But you're looking at the West of Scotland team. 
obviously that's my that's my domain and, and I know the teams around us, Auchinleck, Pollock, Darvel, Claybank, ourselves, even Urban Meadow, um come look like they're coming back to a, back to form and are going to be a capable side next year. So th- there's no there's no guarantees that, that a team at the bottom of this of the Lowland League are going to get back into the to the like, and, the, and the only way they might get back in is if, for example, they manage to get some sort of automatic promotion from the, the league that they get relegated to uh, without having to play that, that playoff. Because for me, most of those bottom teams within the Lone League are, are not good enough to beat some of these teams I've just mentioned. And, and they'll struggle over a playoff to actually get to get back up. So there's, there's two things here, as I say, for me, that, that it seems like it's a bit crazy to decide, I think. Um, we talk about being progressive. I think when I look at what happens in the west of Scotland, we've obviously got the kind of the, the relegation thing this year, where there's like six teams going to get relegated to align the co- the leagues into uh, proper leagues, and um, and from there we'll always have three teams getting relegated, and obviously we'll have that one potential promotion spot for the playoff um, if we if that team can get through. So uh, I think you have to lead by example. If it's something that you want within. Uh, for, for your top end clubs, I think you have to show that that willing. And I think we obviously spoke to George Fraser, uh, I think that's probably probably this time last year, roughly, um, where it was kind of discussed about the Colt teams potentially coming in. And I think he talked about the, the ventilation thing. I know that was the, the phrase that gets banded about now. Obviously, George is no longer on the board that, um, of the, the Lowland League, and, and that board came in. And, and you, you probably hoped that that board was going to be progressive and, and maybe change, make a change, but we can see quite clearly that that's not the case. And, and the Lowland League is just going to toil and toil away now. I think there's been a lot of flack around the the, the Colt teams and, and those coming in, and we'll obviously we'll move on to that topic in more more detail um, just shortly. But I'm, I'm bitterly disappointed in, in the Lowland League uh, board. There's been a lot of comments on Twitter already. Um, I think we've seen... Um, Tom Brown Senior, for example, from Civil Service Strollers, come out and say, "Oh well, if they if they hadn't if they joined um, as a juniors the ten years ago, then um, then this wouldn't have happened." And I think that's a really crazy take for me to to have from a, a team, and, and that pretty much tells me all, all I need to know about what what Civil Service Strollers did is it, from a voting perspective. Um, if that's his view, is it is is someone involved at their club? Um, I don't think you can go back to the past in, in that in that detail and go like, oh, 10 years ago we did this. I mean, if, if I bought Bitcoin 10 years ago, I'd be a millionaire, but I'm not jumping about about nowadays, you know what I mean? It's just the past is the past. The, the people in, that, that led the junior, the junior football in Scotland um, were, were well known to be dinosaurs and stuck in their ways and, and, and have that old school mentality. And we, we see, for example, again, I'm talking about the West because that's my experience, but the people at the helm of the West are, are progressive, um, forward-thinking people and, and really want to, to progress the football at this level. And, and I feel like they're doing, doing great things um, from a league perspective um, around the different things that they're doing. And it's just that I don't see that now from the um, from the, the board at uh, the Lowland League. Obviously, we've got new people involved and, and those guys... Are, I thought for for me, someone like Chris Ewing would be very much um, a progressive type, and uh, obviously I don't know how, how Chris or uh, Callie Braves have voted, but 
Uh, that's one I would think about. Is there that, that that those kind of people? We spoke to uh, Tom Brown Jr. recently, and and he was kind of seemed like he had a bit about him and looked like he maybe would want to do things. But I, I'm not seeing it from anyone in charge at the um, at the, the loan league just now, and it's just it's bitterly, bitterly disappointing. I I respect Thomas Brown Senior. I really do. Uh, I just think it is a pretty bad take, um, just from my opinion. And the reason being is because I'll, one thing he's not mentioned is the fact that you had to be a licensed club That's to get true. into the loan league. And I tell you what, there wasn't a lot of junior clubs that were licensed back then. So. There'd have been none. There'd have been Girvin, I think, would have been the only one in the West, certainly. The issue is you can't compare three, four years ago to now. I mean, we've got the West of Scotland League in now. So much has progressed with licensing and different rules, and obviously we will we will talk about the the Colts sides as well. But it, it's it's changed, you know. The, the landscape of non league football in Scotland has changed. It almost changes almost every year because um, we've got more teams coming into the east of Scotland, more teams coming into the west of Scotland, you know. So it's like you can't. You, it's just you can't compare it. You know, you can't compare the opinions and what was like even two or three years ago, especially with COVID. I don't know if. The, the COVID has maybe affected things and how uh, how teams have voted. I, you know, I just don't know enough about that sort of side of it. But, yeah, um, I think in fairness to the the Lone League board, would we have had this vote if if it hadn't changed? I'm not sure. The, the thing that annoys me about, um, and it's not just with the new board and not and it's not just you know, it's been an ongoing issue with the Lone League since we, me, you know, since we've covered it. Basically, is the fact that you know we they throw out words like transparency, and really, it's like what you were saying, Ben. If anything, I think it's got quieter. I mean, why was a statement not raised? Right, this is how member clubs have voted. You know, um, who was that tra- transparency for? Is it for the member clubs? I mean, surely as. I don't think at this point in time any club has said anything about the vote or how they voted. That's fine. It was a secret ballot, as far as I'm aware. Some clubs have kind of gave them, you know, inclined of how they voted. But I mean, if you're, <laughs> you know, if you're afraid of criticism uh, for a bad decision, then it's kind of obvious that it's a bad decision, in my opinion. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're like, oh no, well, people are not going to be happy with us, then maybe that's probably because it's the wrong, <laughs> wrong thing to do. You know, it's one of those, but the transparency thing bothers me because we've got uh, probably, I don't know who the media person is currently for the media. We've got this promoting games and everything seems a lot better, but what the actual things that people want to know, again, they're coming to us, is getting leaked to the daily record and whoever else. It's like, that's not how you operate a, a league, in my opinion. People are asking you questions, you answer them through the official channels. And that it's never been that way with the Lone League, in my opinion. They'll, they'll talk about certain things, but it's always, oh, we'll give that one to the catch-up, or we'll, we'll speak to a journalist. It's like, nah, that's not transparency. I think I think the thing for me is, this is this is big news involving all of their clubs, and they haven't, haven't said anything. I think we were one of the first people to tweet it out um, about... Um, probably what four or five hours ago now from when we were we were first chatting or we started this chat, um, and there's still still nothing from the league. The, the league will have seen the Twitter account and all the people comment. You've seen managers from the west. You've seen people from the east. Even I think the east east uh, region have even commented from from their account and things like that. And, and there's st- still nothing from either the clubs or the league itself. Um, and that for me 
tells everything you need to know. We can we can talk about I think self preservation. Now I understand it from a a, a club perspective if, if they see the value, for example, in being in a lonely get if that's a good value place to be. I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm not a hundred percent sure that it would be. I think if you, for example, were a West team, for example, or an East team, um, you're probably going to make more money in the lower leagues because a lot of these teams don't have big crowds and things like that. And and that would be the thing I would think about. And yeah, you want to obviously if you want if you're a club who wants to progress through the leagues, like like probably many of the top end teams within the, the lower league um, are, then then to get your to get your other promotion spots potentially you, you need to be shown example and it's just it's not, I'm not seeing it um, when it comes to the transparency thing I would have liked to have seen something from the leagues by now that said here's the votes I don't I don't need to, need to know the clubs I could probably DM a few people just now and find out who who voted who um, if we really really wanted to but I mean that's not that's not for for us to do right now and, and I'm sure it'll come out in the wash I mean People talk. I think this is the thing that I've seen it recently with with, with players and, and, and a lot of players have been talking about players talk and things like that. But what what maybe other clubs forget is that so do other clubs um, and other so there'll be discussions and, and, and clubs within the Lowland League, the West of Scotland, the East of Scotland, they're not the most tightest of ships when it comes to um, news. There'll be someone on Pie and Bovel probably at some point tonight who'll know what team voted who because they've they're on a probably a burner account and they're they're involved in, in a club somewhere. And that's and that's why. That's why uh, another reason like take the heat off yourself. Like obviously you're gonna get criticism if you voted um what everyone's yeah. against. But at least at least you're man like no I guess no man enough. But at least you, you came out and said it yourself, right? This is yeah. what we voted for, this is why we voted. But no one's doing that. I stand stand behind your reasons and and I think I think if anyone I think anyone any club within the Lowland League um, who's voted for or against us is listening just now, get in touch with us at the podcast and come on the podcast, and I would like to hear your your reasons for it, especially the ones that they voted no, because I really I like to I like to understand why you haven't voted. To be fair to the Braves, you mentioned the Braves earlier. Obviously, they do things for their fans. Hundred um, percent, yeah. I've still, I, I still can't get into the app, so I don't know how they voted. But I, you know, you, you can't really blame the blame uh, the Braves for for that if they go by their fans. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a club, sure. But but Chris is what the cha- the vice chairman of the league is that right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so he's got a, he's got a, he's got a skin in the game in terms of the, the league itself. Um, he, he's involved in those discussions at a management level. So we're talking about the transparency, the lack of statement. Chris has an involvement in that, and, and he could be doing better. Braves, Braves have been in in the past. I think in the past, in fairness, Braves have been probably one of the more transparent clubs. And I, yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm defending them over everyone, but I, I do feel that in fairness to them, they are probably a bit, and it's maybe because of the app and their fans, but. Um, obviously, in terms of the Colts issue, I did see an article recently where, where I think Ricky Waddle had said something. Um, we'll probably get into the Colts a wee bit later, but it, it, obviously I think they're going to be voting yes again for the Colts, uh, depending on what their fans go for. But, I mean, that's another issue. Yeah, though. Just on that point about about the Colts, Colts and the vote, we'll go into the, obviously the actual Colts scenario just shortly, but 
when we had that vote last year on the Colts, I think by that evening we knew every single team who had voted, whether that was by statements or club officials tweeting out or whatever, or or, or being in our DMs saying, oh, I did this or I did that, and we know who did this or who we, who didn't. So the the only thing I don't don't think people the, there might have been some confusion with was uh, the the uni teams. I think it was either you know uh, no from Edinburgh uni or it could have been potentially no from Stirling uni. I don't think anyone ever sort of cleared that up. But yeah, it, for me this whole thing is it's not it's not a, it's not a witch hunt for me. I mean uh, at the end of the day collectively they voted against uh, relegation. Uh, chances and I think again it, uh, fundamentally like I said it goes against the idea of the Lone League the, I, the reason the Lone League was created was to to create a football pyramid from the, the SPFL uh, down to well at, at the time amateur level and it's just with one promotion and one relegation it's just it's unacceptable uh, you know and it's something we've always advocated I, I think Moz always was kind of wanting the, the free um, up from the South of Scotland, east of Scotland, west of Scotland, but two would have been acceptable. But to to not change anything for the next year or next season or however long it's going to be, um, yeah. I mean, it's like what we've said. It's just it's barely disappointing. The build up is just. We've heard a lot of people from the Lone League speak about this, and I don't think they were overly confident. But they did have those chats. But at the end of the day, we've ended up where the same result and it's just it's like well what's the point what's the point in doing these votes if we know the result it's like we're, we're, we're advocates for change but nothing changes it just it, it doesn't add up for me you know what I mean yeah, and I think I think the thing for me here is is a lack of ownership from uh, the, the clubs who voted um, no at this point in time I would I, I would respect a club much more if they came out to me and said I we voted no and the reason for us voting no was because X, Y, and Z. We get more money at the gate because we play our local rivals. The funny thing is, Ben, just just to, to, to sort of on that point, no one has to explain that. I think I've said it before many times. No one has to explain themselves to us. It's not us, but I, the clubs have a responsibility to their fans and their sponsors. So surely if their fans are asking, I would suggest that the clubs do have a responsibility to the, the people that, that pay their money to go and see them. Um, and that's the issue I have. I don't think you, you you hit the nail on the head when you said ownership. There's not enough ownership from clubs, and there is ownership from clubs. I think a lot more in the east of Scotland and west of Scotland. If something goes wrong on a match day or whatever, I see a lot more from the east and west teams than I do from any lone league team, bar maybe a couple. Yeah, and I think that that comes back again down to that that maybe progressive nature of some of the clubs that are involved. Nowadays, within those leagues, um, and yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you, I think you just have to set yourself set by example, and, and that's and by doing this vote last night, just isn't doing that for me. And I think probably we could probably talk about this all day, but um, I think something we probably want to talk about then, Chris, is the is obviously the Colts, and it probably actually now now that they've, they've had the vote for the the promotion. Um, relegation situation, it probably now ties in because I think we thought, I think the way that the discussions were going around on Thursday uh, was around the fact that the vote itself was actually kind of there was like two votes in the same night, but I think in 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 
in all honesty, it ended up being potentially I think a presentation from Rangers or Celtic or both um, around obviously the kind of the idea of them coming in for our season. Moz is not here tonight, but Moz has been obviously said many many times in Twitter um, and on the podcast that this is a a one year um, thing, and, and that's all that, that we thought it was. Did did we think that there was a potential for it to be extended? Probably we're getting uh, we're getting called out left, right, and centre over this, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, that, <laughs> and that's and that's that, that's fair. I mean, obviously, we've got our we've got our fans in the in the west who um, who I think have been quite vocal about it in the last couple of days. Um, they're obviously big fans of myself as well. Rightly so, by the way. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, right? I mean sure. Um, one thing I have to say, Ben. What, one thing, uh, I, I, you know, I don't have any issues with people calling us out, but um, the thing is, the feedback we've got is that it was a one-year thing, and it has been that way, but something has changed recently where Celtic and Rangers obviously have put a presentation together to, to extend that. I mean, we couldn't have called that like at the start of the season. Oh, no, it might it might get extended because Rangers and Celtic want to do a presentation to, to have it extended. We didn't know about that, obviously, and it's... And again, it was one of those things that seems to have been leaked um, to the press or whoever, a journalist, uh, spokesperson type type thing, you know. Um, my attitude changes if they get voted back in because I don't think a year it affected anything. When it, when you start going into multiple years, then it does. Um, so my opinion of the Colts being in the league will change if they are in the league next season. Um you know, we we had personal criticism, uh, borderline abuse um, for our sort of neutral to. Oh, I can see the positives. You know, just for being for being able to spot positives because of people's hatred for obviously Rangers and Celtic and Colts teams in general, I guess. But um, yeah, it's like my attitude will change because it should have been a year. Will it be a year where, you know, it's still unclear because we'll probably have to see the outcome. I think it's going to be in the next couple of weeks whether there will be B teams. I think people, you know, it's kind of like that, oh, we got you moment where it's like, oh, you only said it was going to be a year. It's like, well, at the end of the day, it's like anything else. We just have our opinions. We don't actually make these these decisions. We have nothing to do with it. You know, we just comment on it. So, like, don't blame us if it's over a year, please. You know, but it's like what I say, Ben. My opinion changes if it is over a year. Because um, guess what, your opinion can change over time. Certainly, Ming has on a lot of issues. Oh, so, tell that, tell that to know, Tom Brown think... Senior. He doesn't think that's the case. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. that, that's that's part of football, though. Your opinion can change just because I said something on a podcast that you know a year ago doesn't mean I feel the same way or I have to feel the same way about it. There's certain things I believe, obviously, like what I mentioned earlier about if you win the league, you should be promoted, but you know. Um, yeah, the, the issues with the Colts over a year, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. For me, I think, like what we've mentioned, our our take is if we could keep it at 18 and the Colts were out, uh, it makes perfect sense for me to promote the West, East and South of Scotland champions. But I don't know. It's The decision today, or sorry, the decision last night, it's kind of like, I actually, I think I, even my opinion on it, of how it's going to go has changed. I think it's kind of set up for the the Colts to be renewed. Um, just I was always on the fence, obviously, with mostly what Moza was saying, you know. But I think you know Rangers and Celtic don't do a pre- presentation for nothing. I think the thing for me here is that that the the twelve month or the one season thing was we looked like 
it was going to be the way. And I think for me, as a West, say, representative, I didn't have that much of a concern about it, certainly, because there wasn't any teams ready to go get promoted that season. Um, there wasn't a champion club within the West of Scotland. Um, so no one really had any claim to to get promoted into the the, the, the Lowland League. So Rangers and Rangers B and Celtic B coming in didn't didn't really affect me that much. Um, I didn't have a particular view. I think could it be good for the league? I thought absolutely it was. And I think if you look back and you can see there's been raised profile. You've had some players from both the clubs come into the um, playing the first teams of of Rangers and Celtic. So. Uh, that that's obviously a positive for Scottish football, but um, I think the thing that that, that sits, doesn't sit well with me now is 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 predicated against that vote. I think the fact that they've voted not to allow promotion relegation, um, increase increase promotion relegation from tier, from tier six, uh, just smacks of hypocrisy. If you decide to then have two teams who have paid their way into the league, let's be let's be realistic about this. They've paid. Um, some money uh, into the league um, to get in the first place on that on that yearly thing. They're obviously providing probably more money. Um, I would imagine because that that must be the driver for for the the clubs to to want them um in the league if if they do vote for for it. Because I can't see I can't see like for example a, a football argument to have Rangers and Celtic in that league um with a cold team right now. So there must be something financial involved there. That, that makes it worth a while. Um, we do need to we, we do need to debunk a few things though, because a lot of people are obviously saying the clubs got the money. That's not never been the case. It was the league that got yeah. the money. So let's not say like they're 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 buying off the clubs because it's just it's just a lie. And obviously, a lot of people you, you mentioned obviously youth players. You know, a few people were saying, "Oh, Scottish players didn't get the chance." They were the, the, the Colombian boy that plays for Rangers who went on loan to Partick. A lot of people were. Saying oh great progression blah 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 in this sort of wido sort of sense, but it's like well it's not true. Look at Owen Moffat. Look at Alex Lowry at Rangers. People have had the chance. Scottish players have had the chance. It's just like it's just people don't want to see that. And you know I'm not defending the Colts teams, but like just just be honest about it. Eh? You don't lie about it. You don't have to make up lies for fucking likes or whatever. But that's just the way social media is going these days. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to lie to to prove a point. I think the the issue uh, fundamentally for me, pre- presentation or not, is that although some people, you know, would argue that attendances haven't improved and all that sort of stuff, there there has been promises that that didn't come to fruition, and I think that's what I would keep in mind if I was voting on um, again. Absolutely. You know, what I mean, uh, fair enough. The tendencies, I, I think it was a non-issue. I mean, look at, you know, in fairness, I know it wasn't, wasn't every week, but 300, 400 going to a, a, Colts, um, a Colts game is actually pretty decent compared to some non-league sides, you know what I mean? So having that extra few hundred, of course, helps the the clubs financially. It's, but it's not like they've been bought off with money pre, you know, before then. In the sense, I think they they obviously had so much ticket money or something allocated to them or whatever. But I mean, it's not like I I I don't buy into this that they were bought off. I know a lot of people think that, but it, it, the money essentially wasn't going to the clubs. It was meant to go for the. It was meant to go to the league. I think the, the, the narrative's just changed and it's inaccurate 
on occasion, I think that, that's the issue I have with it. So I think then on that point, then I think that then concerns me more then is if the money the money didn't go directly to the clubs themselves and, and it went to the league. I mean, what have the league done with that money? I'm not saying anything social media. Like I think <laughs> illegal. I just mean like what 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 have they done to to improve the league by with money? I, I've seen nothing from the Lowland League so far that says the money that they got they have went out and got, for example. A commercial director who's then managed to go and get the. I think they did get a sponsorship, a headline sponsor deal recently. But again, no idea the value of that um, to be to be able to judge whether or not it was a, a good deal or not from um, that perspective. Um, but certainly not seen anything so far. Um, that the money I would have I'd like to have seen maybe to help clubs, um, maybe make some improvements to their ground or. Uh, Maybe help with the club, the club's marketing to the side of things, perhaps, um, market the league in a better way, um, maybe employ people on the social media side of things to to make content and and try and grow that that whole view of the Lowland League because now, to be quite frankly, as I see it, the the, the opinion of the Lowland League is in the gutter because of of what's happened over the last couple of um, well, certainly the last twelve months from certainly a few people the. The reputation of the league obviously went completely downhill um, with the Colts' addition. Well, I guess us as a as a, a trio have kind of dedicated part of our life over the last sort of few years to 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 talk up the loan league, talk up the clubs, um, and to have the belief or or whatever. I'm not by the way, I'm not naive enough to think it is. It might not be about money, you know. Most things are about money, but. Um, just to put that out there, but yeah, it's it is disheartening. Um, the fact that you thought this is a great league to to follow, this is um progressive. This is going to be a fantastic league with the west and east, um, and for it not to come to fruition is a wee bit, a wee bit sad actually. No, I'm not going to cry over it, obviously, but <laughs> no, it is. It really is sad because oh, you know the times. The, the, the one thing I never mentioned earlier, we have been attacking the SFA and the SPFL and clubs like Brecon City for a long time for a long time for their self-preservation and now the Lone League has done the same thing so it's coming home to roost yeah it's coming the chickens are coming home to roost as 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 you said and it's just like it's it's disappointing because somewhere somewhere I guess we thought we had the moral high ground because we thought we knew these clubs and we thought and I tell you what, some of them, some of the clubs, yeah, I'm going to actually um, point out Bonnie Regros, I think, in fairness to them, they have been true to their word. I mean, I would have been the first person to criticise them if they, if if they weren't. But you know, I think they, you know, um, they've they've been true to their word. They obviously know their roots, similar to to Kelly Hearts. You know, these ex junior sides. I don't think, um, from what I've heard, obviously, I think Bonnie Regros probably, you know, they voted for the extra promotion. Um, as did I believe Berwick and Broomhill they're the only ones I know about um, but you know in terms of the witch hunt I am, I think it was a secret ballad so if the clubs don't say anything then really we don't know but yeah fair play to Bonnie Rig they've, they're respectable they've got integrity um, the people at the club so it's like in Berwick and, and Broomhill Just on the on the, the point of, of the teams that we mentioned then I think from point you look at Bonnie Rig's perspective they're obviously at the top of the table they're going to be going for a um, a playoff against a Highland League team, and obviously their intention there is to get get promoted. But I think they'll probably look at it and saying, "Well, if we if we were to get relegated down to the 
um, down to the, the lower league again. We, we would want to see multiple promotion spots in place at the at the lower league into the league too, so they can get a better, a quicker chance of bouncing back if, if for whatever reason, they did get relegated. But who, who knows what happens? And I think if you look at Broomhill as another example, they're probably right now a team that's in transition. Um, right now they're probably sort of sitting kind of near the bottom of the table probably one of the teams that maybe looking at a high over their shoulder at the teams coming up and if they were to get put into the, the West Scotland League I presume that's where they would go um, that they would want to be able to bounce back into that lone league um, because they are a, a progressive club they want to try and progress um, obviously they've, they've not quite got their home in, in Glasgow yet but it's one of those that once they get that and they can start to build a, a proper fan base and, and get kind of get that club on that right path, then they'll be wanting to, to potentially get back in if they were to get relegated. So I think I think that that's the thing for me is that fair play to those clubs who who have kind of like indicated that they, they did vote for it because they see the reason the reason whether that's from their own perspective or from a, a sport integrity type view. Uh, they certainly feel like it's it's the right thing to do, um, but yeah, I mean, just to round up, is I would say uh, yeah, again, it's, it's really disappointing. Um, but I think the question then that leads on to is, is where do we go from here? I think that's the thing that um, that that I, I don't really know where we go, and can the SFA intervene in some place and, and try and um, maybe can re re Reevaluate the the league structure and, and maybe find a way to to make it right. I, I don't know how that works at that level, but um, it certainly it sounds like a closed door now. And, and obviously, I don't expect that vote to come back round anytime soon. Um, until maybe a few years where you've maybe got a team from the east or the west or the the south in there who who wants that, who are a progressive side who want to probably get promoted to the league two at some point. Um. Maybe then that's when we can get it, but that that will point isn't it? As we now know, will take years to get um, two or three clubs from um, the either of the tier six teams, uh, tier six leagues into that league to then be able to get the vote to be able to to make it happen. It's a bit like again what we were saying before about League Two. Um, it, it may come a time where we've got enough lowland league or higher league clubs in League Two who are progressive enough and see that the value in, in having that further promotion and automatic promotion from uh, League 2 but it's going to take a long long time and um, I think for me it's bitterly unfair on these teams that are investing money in, in licensing. I know, I know from my own experience at Conan we were spending six figures on on licensing just now and it's it's a lot of money to invest as a club to, to have to maybe potentially take five, six, seven years just to get out of the, the league we're in. Yeah of course you'll get the, the, the Senior Scottish Cup um, and you might get a draw that, that's favourable that, that gets you in the telly and gets you a big crowd and things like that. But that's like a waiting for the golden egg, I and mean, that's that, that's the way I look at it. Um, it's not necessarily going to happen, and you also have to get to a certain point in that competition to be able to get that draw. I've seen it with Broomhill with Hibs. They obviously they got a good bit of dough um, a few years back, and Auchinleck did well against Hearts um, recently. Uh, when they when they had them the the senior Scottish, but that can't that can't be the thing that that we all pin our hopes on with this license this license thing. We there has to be a, a right a proper pathway to get into the into those leagues, and there's just there's no way 
from the way back as far as I'm concerned right now as it stands. I think people need to remember uh, and maybe not think about it as that it's all the bottom teams that potentially voted against this. Because look at Broomhill, you mentioned that they've been a wee bit ropey this season, they're towards the bottom. And I, I know people have certain feelings about George Fraser with the Colts deal and obviously we're, we're pally with George and we never went hard on him and all this sort of nonsense. But um, it, it shows integrity. It shows that you know Broomhill could have voted um, against it, or you know, and be, oh well, we're actually near the bottom. We're kind of going through a transition, blah blah blah. But no, they stuck to their guns. They stuck to their um, what they're about. You know, Hank Moser mentioned it on Twitter, and fair play to the likes of George. George is, I think, in fairness to him, he's always when he'd been criticised, he's always tried to be answerable. He's came on the podcast a few times and tried to explain sort of things. He didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? And it's the same way, you know, it's, it's like we, we mentioned obviously about chairmans and whoever has, you know, they don't have to come onto the podcast and explain their decisions. They're not answerable to us, as I said. George did that and that shows integrity and he got a lot of personal abuse and we got a lot of personal abuse. At the end of the day, it's like me, I, you know, especially with Bonnie Rig fans, obviously I've said a lot of shit about them, but um, I always try and answer and say, well, this is how I feel about it. It's just an opinion, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't have to do that either. You know, I could just ignore it. But I think that's what I want to see more from, you know, again, this word transparency. Be answerable, not to us, but your fans and whoever pays your players' wages. You know what I mean? There's got to be some sort of, what did what word did you use earlier? I guess, well, all in all, responsibility and ownership, you know? Um yeah, I, you know, I'm, if, if you want to tell me how you feel, it's fine. If you if you don't, you don't have to. It's just, yeah, again, it's one of these ones, Ben, where it's just disappointing. It's been disappointing because um, I feel this has been built up for the last three, four years, however long we've done the podcast and we've talked about it um, occasionally. And it's it's got to a point where it's like, yeah, it's just like this, this long wait. Now we're going to have to be, wait a bit longer. I think it's. I think the reputation, not so much from the Colts side. I think this is probably, you know, put put uh, the lone league in the idea of um, progressive as. I think it's finished. I think it, I think it, the whole idea of the the lone league being what it was a couple even a couple of years ago is just dead now, and that's that's really sad. But I'm not going to blame the. You know, it's it's not going to stop me going to lone league games or anything like that. But um, yeah. The, the idea I think that we all had of this progressive, brilliant league, really sort of good for Scottish football, was just it's, it's turned into what we were criticising League Two for. Really, it's turned into another League Two, which uh, which is really sad to say. Yeah, I think I think we do this podcast because we want to talk um, positively about this level of football. We're all involved in this level of football with the podcast, and the reason we're involved in this podcast now is because we. We enjoy this this level of football. We we go and watch games week in, week out. Obviously, myself, I'm involved at that club. Moz is involved at that club as well. You've been involved at clubs in the past, and you go and watch uh, lone league games when you can. And, and we're there to talk talk up the game. I and mean, we obviously we, we say we we want to say good things about the, the league and the players and the clubs and, and shine a, a spotlight on these guys because we know there's there's a good there's so much potential in the in the level um for, for people to go and watch and 
we don't we don't do this podcast because we want to be bashing everyone every week. Um, but I think it's only fair that we do that when it's deserved. And I think for me right now, it's fully deserved. I think I've taken a lot of heat in the last few weeks on Twitter, um, my own personal Twitter from people, um, because I'm always negative about about the, the level and uh, different parts of football. For me, that I mean, that's just not the case. I think, yes, I have been negative about certain topics uh, within certainly the West of Scotland, but I've also been pretty positive um, about teams and players and, and things that clubs are doing. And I, all I'm doing and all we do in this podcast is, is call it as we see it. Um, for some reason or other, people have an interest in what we have to say. Um, rightly or wrongly, you can decide if that if that's the right thing. But but we know that people are listening to this and, and want to hear our view. And um, obviously, from our perspective today, we we were one of the first people to to tweet that tweet out about the the, the information about the vote. And and we doing that because we want to make sure the fans are informed. And um, this is a major talking point in the league, so we have to come on here and talk about it um, to to get our point across. Um, I mean, you say you're still with us, then then great, appreciate it. Um, you obviously want to hear what we say. But other people don't, and that's and that's also fine. You're, you're allowed to. But I think just to, to probably wrap up the the episode, um, I'll reiterate the point that we made earlier on. Um, if you are a, a chairman or, or someone at a club, a manager, whoever, um, a, a lonely club who's voted against it, get in touch. If you if you're on the if you're on the board at the the Lowland League, um, come and have a conversation. Tell us, tell us the thinking behind some of the things you're doing in terms of like what you're going to do to progress the league. I, I, I want to hear it. I genuinely, I'm genuinely interested because the other thing as well, if if I can help do a, a good job and and promote my this level of football and, and help you do that, I, I'm happy to get involved. I'm not doing work in football to make money. I, I've got a day job that. That, that brings in money that allows me to to enjoy my, my weekends and, and do do the stuff I do for my club. The reason I'm doing that is because I want to make this level of football look good. Um, and I'll do my bit for my club. I'll do my bit for the West of Scotland Football League, which I've done in the past. And if the Lone League want my help and feel like I'm, um, and I'm sure that I can speak for for you, Chris, and, and Moz on that front, if if we generally, if if we have something to offer the league, then, then, then we'll, would happily help because all we want to do is, is is talk positively about about the the league. But come and come on the podcast and explain some of the rationale behind some of these decisions and um, where it's going to go, what what the the grand plan is. Because I think that was one of the things we got from the likes of George uh, when he came on. He, as you said, he, he he was happy to to front it up and, and talk to us and explain the decisions and um, kind of give us a bit of insight. We don't see that from the league. In general, so if you think if you don't have a method of doing that, then then I'm quite happy for you to to have that vehicle via this podcast and have that discussion. So, um, to get in touch, is all I'm saying. The reason the league is no longer progressive because the the whole vote against increasing promotion or relegation, whatever, it stifles progress. And we always talk about these ambitious clubs from the Lowland League, the East of Scotland, the West of Scotland, the South of Scotland. You can't stop progress. In fact, no, you can <laughs> by voting against it. But look, it's like the whole, we've mentioned a lot of sayings such as transparency and ventilation and all this sort of stuff. But we end on, you know, turkeys don't vote for Christmas, I guess. 
that's it. And, 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 and as I said before, I get it. But at least, at least own it. Yeah. If you're going yeah. to be like that, if that's your, if that's your view, you have to own it. And if you don't, then it makes you look bad. It makes the league look bad. Um, don't get me wrong. If I'm one of the clubs that have voted for promotion right or promotion relegation increase, uh, I'm already commenting on my on my club account. If I'm if that was a for example me going and doing my job as a as a media person, that that statement is out in. I mean, minutes after the, the the vote, as soon as my chairman tells me the result, that I'm putting that information out in the public domain because the fans deserve to know. I think we've seen it recently. Um, I've had, I had an experience of um, some some news that we broke recently around a, um, one of our players moving on. Oh, and um, <laughs> I, I, for me, it was all about that transparency thing. I think that the fans had a right to know, like what what happened there and, and how. How that deal came, well, not how that deal came about, but certainly from a how much we got as a club. Yeah, because... I thought it was a wee bit cheeky that you mentioned the the fee, but I, yeah, like... I mean, I think I think it probably it probably was, but for for me, from from my perspective, from the from the media side of it, the club was losing arguably their best player, and how do you explain that to a fan? A player just disappears in a cloud. The reason the player's leaving is because we've got a good sum of money for a player who had one year left in his contract. Simple as that. We got what we wanted. That the we, we set a line in the sand and whatever what our um what our price was and we got it. So that that was why that happened and and that's why we did it like that. And I think for me that's what I want to see from the clubs in the in the loan league is is that that going back to that point about transparency. just tell us and own it and and let us under, try and understand it. I think you don't have to go into your kind of exact details by the oh well I made five hundred extra pound a month in the last twelve months because I had Rangers and Celtic B teams in my in my, my league. If I go down I'm gonna lose this amount of money. You don't have to you don't have to tell me the exacts but but just be honest and and, and front up and explain it properly and then I think people look at you in a better light because right now, as I say the, the, my opinion certainly of the, of the league um, is not a good one um, and it's, it's sad to see because um, we've talked about this league for, well I've been involved with you guys now for probably what, the best part of what, nearly two years and it's, it's good to talk about football, I enjoy, I enjoy talking about football and I like finding out about the players and who's playing in different leagues and, and keeping track and we've obviously got our private jokes about different clubs and Things like that, and that's what obviously makes it an enjoyable podcast. But I just, I, I just baffled by the whole thing right now, and it's sad um, that we're having a talk like this about the league because that's not what we yeah. want to do ultimately. It's been it's been negative for so long with everything that's happened, and I I can take the personal abuse and stuff when I'm I, wrong. We're but, big enough boys, but it, exactly. But you know, it's the fact that other people. They're actually responsible for these decisions. We, they're happy for us to take the abuse, but they wouldn't do it themselves. It's kind of like, well, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, taking taking the heat off you guys. You know, and I I don't mind doing that if it's if it's you know. But yeah, I, I agree, Ben. Just a wee bit of I keep fucking saying that word transparency, but a wee bit of transparency. Look, you know, that's all we're asking. Again, we're not you're not answerable to us, but. I think the fans would appreciate that a bit more. Certainly, you mentioned, obviously, Kilwinnan. I mentioned Bonnie Rigg Rose. I think they're good at, obviously... I don't think any of the officials came out 
um, about how they voted, but obviously we've heard through the grapevine or whatever. But um, I think I've got to mention Kelly. When I was at Kelly, if anything ever happened, they were always great at letting the fans know exactly. And, you know, that's why you look at Kelly as one of these these teams with a wee bit of integrity. And, and I think it's maybe a junior thing. I think there's a there's probably a wee bit of a divide between these sort of newer clubs and uh, how it's been running the juniors for, for years. I think that there is certainly a divide on a lot of different things from from new clubs to or, or community clubs, if you will, uh, to, to junior clubs, um, certainly. Uh, I don't want to go into other issues, but yeah, I, I do see that quite a lot where there's there's a sort of divide in mentalities between between um, between certain clubs of like your Kelties and Bonnie Riggs or your Cumbernauld Colts and um, you know uh, East Colbrides, for example. So yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. Um, these things happen, and, and that I mean, football's about opinions. Everyone's like to have them, so there's no no shame in having the opinion, um, but. Yeah, final time thing for me is if you are a part of the club, club get in touch. We we won't knock anyone back who's prepared to come on and have a conversation with us. That's the that's the thing. We won't we won't be we won't be like fucking Paxman drilling you about it. We just want to understand your your views. So so get in touch. Drop us a DM. I mean, Chris will be on the on the chat uh, on the on the official catch up Twitter account. Um, so drop him a DM or we'll just moving quite swiftly on to. How to get in touch with the rest of us? You get me on Twitter at Mr Ben Grant. Um, that's the best place to get in touch. Drop me a DM. If you don't do Twitter DMs, and I'll send you my number. I'm quite happy if you WhatsApp me or text me whatever you want. Give me a phone. Um, have the conversation. Um, how do we get in touch with yourself, um, Chris, and the catch up at Rampant FM? Um, I think I've sent most people my my new number. Actually, not everyone, but. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I've got a new number. I don't know it off by heart, so I can't, I'm, I'm obviously not going to announce it on here either. So wouldn't publish it. Right? <laughs> but um, not, not a great look. But nah, it's been a an interesting chat. I think we've got a lot out, <laughs> Ben. Um, obviously there'll be people that agree with us. I think, f- funny enough, we've not been in this position for a long time. But I think the vast majority of people listening will probably agree with what we're saying. So it's uh, it's unusual for us <laughs> for for the longest time. People have. Um, not been on our side, I guess, but it, hey, it's not about sides, it's about opinions and we have different opinions sometimes, so like I think you've mentioned it before, Ben, but sometimes me, you and Moza don't always agree with each other um, as well about certain things and that's what's good about it. that's what makes it interesting, uh, life in general people having different views on things and different experiences or whatever Well, that's another episode of the official catch-up podcast done, oh, if you enjoyed that, then make sure you hit the subscribe button on all our channels, YouTube, whatever else, uh, hit the likes on Twitter and Facebook and uh, all the usual podcast outlets, I guess, isn't it, Chris? Um, we'll be back, I'm sure, very, very soon. I think there's also more to come in terms of the the um, the cold stuff in the next few weeks. So we'll be keeping a close ear at the ground on that and we'll be, I mean, the catch-up's the place to get your news at the moment. As, as we said, there's, there's not much coming out from the league, so... So get up in the catch up as soon as we hear it. We'll let you know. Cheers.